Hey, Astros fans, the Astros have not hired a manager, and unfortunately, they have not even started looking for a manager. They're starting to gather names, and Astros GM Dana Brown, he has kind of outlined the process for us, and we're going to go ahead and hear what he said to Brian McTaggart on MLB.com in a little bit on this episode of the Locked on Astros podcast. Locked on Houston Astros, and we update you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You find me on Twitter, Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett's at the Rockets game. Hopefully, they get a victory. The Rockets, they can be potentially good, but the Astros are really good. They just unfortunately fell to a team that could potentially win the World Series tonight. And uh, as of right now, the game is scoreless. I'm recording 8.32 on Wednesday night. So we don't know if the Rangers are going to win, but we'll talk about how the Rangers or whoever wins the World Series, that's going to affect their free agency. Dana Brown, he talked to Brian McTaggart and told him a little bit about the search for a manager, how that's going. We'll talk a little bit about that. And also uh, is a very big name manager candidate out there uh is have the astros already kicked his tires we'll talk about that but guys thank you for making locked on astros podcast your first listen every day whether it's on youtube go subscribe to us go go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and make us your first listen on apple odyssey spotify wherever you're listening podcasts go and check out the locked on astros podcast please and uh, we're on our way to fifteen thousand subscribers we just reached ten thousand subscribers and we couldn't do it without you our everydayer so become an everydayer go and listen to our podcast and thank you for doing that and also today's episode is brought to you by fanduel make every moment more right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. So, guys, uh, we're going to look at what Dana Brown had to say. I know Brett talked a lot about Dana Brown yesterday and uh, what the Dana Brown connection with Ron Washington and Walt Weiss and a lot of the uh, Braves connection. But today we're going to talk about what he actually said, uh, Dana Brown, when asked about the manager search. And so that's some stuff we're going to talk about. And also, uh, he also addressed the free agents. And one of the names he did uh, talk about specifically was Martin Maldonado. And so that's something we're going to talk about later. And he also offered, offered his thoughts about the rotation. And uh, his thoughts will kind of lead towards the, whether the Astros are going to go out and get another arm this offseason to add to the rotation. So those are just some of the thoughts that we're going to talk about on this episode. So um, apparently, according to Dana Brown, the Astros have not started start, uh, actually interviewing any candidates yet. And that includes Joe Espada, who, who is in-house, um, and Omar Lopez. So they, he said that they are starting to gather names. 
uh, actually, this was during a conference call with select reporters and said the search will be thorough and offered no timeline for the position. He said that his phone has been blowing up with people interested in position. Of course, this team was one win away from the World Series, and this is almost a guaranteed win. Uh, so not a guaranteed win. I guess they they still have to have the right manager. They got to go out and maybe get a few more key pieces. But if you're looking for a team that could almost go in and win another World Series in your first season or whatever season this is, whatever manager it is, it's the Houston Astros. They're built to win. They're built to win for a at least another two, three seasons at that. So Brown said that we're not going to rush this. So there's not really a time frame. But as far as a candidate, I'm looking for someone with some leadership ability, someone that can run the clubhouse. Of course, looking for someone with great feel for players and managing players. So I'm sure with uh, what we saw with Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker was able to talk Spanish. I'm sure that would be a plus. There's a lot of Spanish-speaking players on the Astros, so that would help. Uh, this is me talking, not Dana Brown. But um, I think that what we've seen is A.J. Hinch. He was a great manager. But what we saw was how much control did he really have on the team? Because he he knew that the whole thing was going on. He maybe tried to stop it, but it seemed like um, Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran had a little bit more control there. With uh, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker, um, by the way, we haven't talked about it, but Dusty Baker had a parting shot to the media of Houston. I don't think it was directed at the Locked On Astros podcast, but he basically said that the, uh, he decided to retire at the, uh, like before the season started and kind of wavered. But after some articles he read and some of the questions he's been given by reporters throughout the season, uh, he was that basically said, yeah, I think I'm done. And so I think that basically some people, you know, who in the media probably rubbed them wrong, wrong way with some of his roster management. A lot of it had to do with the catcher position. And so I think that's kind of why you saw Dusty Baker decide, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and just, just go ahead and go out into the sunset go and um, go teach my dogs how to hunt and uh, just do everything he wants to do because he does, he did everything he wanted to do. So let's go on to the search for a manager. He said, um, Dana Brown said, there's a lot that I'm looking for. He's got to know the game. He's got to be able to run a bullpen. And most of all, he's got to have the leadership skill. I'm looking for someone that who I can gel with and I can communicate with. I think that's something that possibly, I don't know 100%, but from what we've heard, there may have been some issues, not just with with uh, Brown, but maybe with Click between Dusty Baker um, with communication. Like you go out and get a player and you're like, okay, here, I went out and get you, got you Christian Vasquez. He should be your starting catcher. And then what does Dusty Baker do? Oh, no, I'm good. I got Martin Malinato. And so you would thought that before Click went out and made that move, that he would have talked to Baker. And so maybe there wasn't that type of communication there. So uh, 
we don't know what happened behind the closed doors, but I think that's kind of a telling statement. You got to have good communication with. And so uh, could they, he was asked, could they start interviewing before next week's general manager's meeting in Arizona? And Brown said, yes. So they are compiling names. We don't know who's on that list. We know that Joe Espada is likely on that list. We know that possibly it's going to be all the names you've heard. Don't know if Brad Osmus is going to be on the list, but Bob Nightingale said that the two favorites or likely candidates or whatever he, uh, his phrase was, was Joe Espada and Brad Osmus, just because of his um, connection with the Astros. And we know the whole Bagwell um, connection. So the final couple things that uh, I do want to say about what Dana Brown said, he said that previous managerial experience would be good, but it's not necessary. I think that's kind of being thrown at maybe somebody like Joe Spada. He has been a bench coach, but he's never actually managed a major league team. While you have someone like uh, Craig Council, or maybe uh, Walt Weiss has managed, but um, he didn't really have a lot of success. Eric Young uh, was also, he hasn't managed yet in the big league level. But those are some names that you could hear from the Braves organization. Also, you have had, um, you've also had Ron, Ron Washington's name come up. And then we also had another big name that we'll talk about in a second linked to the Houston Astros. So if that name comes about, I think it's not going to be cheap and it will probably be the best situation for the Houston Astros to go after if he is available. Hey guys, have you heard about FanDuel? FanDuel is the best place to go um, just with the NFL season going on. I know baseball, unfortunately, it's coming to a close, but that doesn't mean you need to ignore FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet line. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you want to bet on the Texans winning, I think it's a little bit more likely this year than in past years because the Texans look a little bit better this year. I know they didn't look so good last week, but who knows? Week to week, we don't know what's going to happen. That's why it's called uh, betting, because we never know what's going to happen. And you could also uh, be betting on what Astros uh, free agents are going to be out there, who's going to win the World Series in uh, 2024. There's so much out there. Go to FanDuel. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's never been a better time to get into action. You can uh, so visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with all the information you need to make the bets that you need to do. FanDuel, it's the official partner of the NFL. All right, so I kind of teased it before the break, um, and there's a big name that's kind of come up. Uh, we're going to talk about more about what Dana Brown suggested uh, about free agents, and I do want to uh, definitely address the Martin Maldonado situation because he did address that. But um, one thing that has come up, this is not something Dana Brown said, because according to Dana Brown, they have um, generated a list. He's been getting a lot of phone calls but they haven't done any interviews yet. So could they do interviews as of next week? Sure. Before next week? Sure. 
But as of today, when he had that press conference with a select few reporters, they have not be begun the interviewing process. So they're going to be very thorough about this. They're going to take their time and they, they want to make sure they get the best candidate out there. So they're not going to go out there and be like any, mini mighty mo catch a tiger by his toe. They're going to go out there and they're going to make sure they get the right guy. I know that one guy that a lot of people would like to do get is Craig Council. He is officially a free agent, free agent um, as of today. He's no longer the Brewers manager. I know that the Mets are one of the teams that have already talked talk to him, and they could probably offer him the most money. And he has he's the most uh, probably one of the most analytical managers out there. But he's probably going to demand the highest paycheck of all the candidates out there because of his experience. I know um, all these uh, playoff appearances with the Brewers, he still hasn't got them that far into the playoffs. But given a team like the Houston Astros, I think Craig Council could get them back to the World Series and get them to win the World Series. So it's a matter of Jim Crane. How much is he willing to pay? Is he willing to make Craig Council the highest paid manager ever? Because you know who is? Steve Cohen over with the Mets. So at that point, if you can kind of even come close to what the Mets could offer, it's a matter of Craig Council. Do you want to go to a team that's going to win possibly in 2024 or who knows what happens with the Mets? I mean, they traded their two aces this year, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Yes, they weren't on top of their games, but they went, they both of their teams went deep into playoffs, their new teams. Unfortunately, Max Scherzer was shut down for the rest of the World Series of back spasms. And Adolis Garcia uh, also had some uh, oblique injury as well. And no, I'm not going to celebrate that. I'm not going to uh, be one of those Astros fans that's like, yay. Uh, they got hurt. Uh, Adolis Garcia, he's always been Astros uh, killer. So am I surprised that he did it in the ALCS against us? No. Uh, am I surprised that Max Scherzer struggled so bad in playoffs? Yes and no, but at the same time, he, he just didn't look healthy. And so um, I'm, I don't know what the score is for the um, – apparently something's going on with the Diamondbacks game. I can't I, – I don't want to jinx anything, but um, who knows what happens this game. But uh, we'll talk about the free agency implications in a second. But Craig Council, in my opinion, is probably the best candidate out there if you're looking for somebody to come in and win right now. There's other names out there. I know uh, Brett's been talking about Ron Washington. There's some other names that are coming up. We've talked about them all. Uh, but – I don't really know who's the favorite. A lot of people say Joe Espada. Joe Espada knows the team. He knows the whole farms, not maybe not the whole farm system, but he knows the culture of the team. He speaks Spanish. He knows uh, basically what's going on there. So um, yeah, the Dimebacks are zero zero right now. And yes, I am one of those superstitious people and I'm not going to jinx anything, even if it's not my team out there. So I'm not going to say that word. Um, go ahead and yell at me, Brian McTaggart, Chandler Rome, all the other people. I'm not going to jinx that even on another team. So Brett says hi from the Rockets game. The Rockets are winning at this moment, 86 to 75. So 
Uh, let's look a, a little bit at Craig Council before we get back to what does, um, what um, Daniel Brown said. So according to Kurt Hogg of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, the Astros have expressed interest in Council, but it's unclear how serious their pursuit would be. So I think they probably said, hey, how much would it cost to get that muffler? And then the uh, his agent's probably like, yeah, it's going to cost this much. And the Astros are like, okay, peace out. Something like that. So we don't know how deep the, the negotiation, that I mean the kind of the pre preliminary talks were. So we'll have to kind of wait and see. But I would suppose if he wants to go to the best team out there, I would say he's going to interview with the Houston Astros. And I think that if the Astros are smart, they're going to, depending on what they think about Joe Spada or any of the other candidates, if Craig Council is willing to come here, you do what it takes to get him because he just has that experience. And I think that he would be the guy that, yes, it would cost you a lot of money, but he's the, he's the guy that you would think. So um, he's probably one of the better analytics analytics guy out there, but you, I think that last year um, it would probably it would probably take a three point five million dollar salary to. I mean, I think that's what he's making this year with the Brewers. So you'd have to kind of top that. So I don't know if the Astros actually do that. So it's it's just how much do they actually want him? So he's already interviewed with the Mets and the Guardians. So. Um, and they have also began their process of requesting interviews with potential manager, managerial replacements the Brewers have. So the Brewers are already looking to move on from council because they know that he's likely going to move on. So we'll see what happens uh, from there, but it's just kind of, we don't know what happens. The World Series isn't even over yet. So we got to be patient with this, folks. We know that it's going to take some time. So, um, yeah, you, you take the interview. Sure. But he's your guy, no matter what. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it depends on what the Astros value like Gilbert's. So I think that his experience in the, the playoffs, I think that's something that concerns me a little bit, but I think if you look at the teams that he's had, I think that he can manage it. So I think that he's can, <laughs> um, but I think that it's just a matter of just, will he do it? So I don't know. Uh, let's get off Craig council for a second. So um, we'll have to see what else is going. So I know that we have free agency. So if y'all are wondering what happens to free agency, it's going to start on November 2nd. That means tomorrow. If the Rangers win today. Or it could be November 4th if they win on the 3rd or whoever wins or November 5th. So free agency starts the day after the World Series. So, but unlike NBA free agency where people are literally at people's doors with contracts. Yeah, like that really happens. We know that there's some pre-negotiation going on there, but uh, you're not going to see players sign right away because there's something called a five-day um, window where you can negotiate with your own team, with your players from your own team. So 
Like if you want to go ahead and try to get the Astros free agents, like if you want to have a five-day negotiation window with Martin Maldonado, you got it. You're the only team that can talk to Martin Maldonado for five days or all the other free agents as well. So that's just something that the that you have. So Michael Brantley, Martin Maldonado, Ryan Stanick, Phil Maton, and Hector Neris. I know Hector Neris is not technically a free agent yet. He still has an option, but he's likely to turn that down to try to get some more money. So we'll talk about what uh, Dana Brown said about these free agents in a second. And we'll also talk about Dana Brown's thoughts on the 2024 rotation. Is he going to go out there and actually get another starting pitcher? We'll see. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts. Go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast and become an everydayer. Somebody listens to our podcast, so make us your first listen and go Astros. All right, so let's go and take a look at what he had to say about free agency. So when he was asked to make uh, his priorities, what his priorities would be in offseason in terms of roster construction, Brown said the bullpen, uh, especially with Maton, Stanek, and Neris, all free agents, and adding a backup catcher behind Yiner Diaz. He didn't rule out bringing back Martin Malnado, a free agent, to serve that role. So before we get to the bullpen, I do have a issue with that. I do have an issue with this guy, Martin Malnado, has been your starting catcher for what, four or five years now? I don't know exactly how long. He was a big source of conflict this year where you have it as soon as Dusty Baker's gone. We don't even know who the manager is, but what did Dana Brown just said? Adding a backup catcher behind Yiner Diaz. So he's already anointed Diaz the starting catcher. I'm fine with that. Don't, don't get me wrong. So you're going to bring back a catcher who's been the starting catcher for all these years and say, okay, I know, uh, Martin, you're going to come back. We're going to sign you back for a cheaper deal. You're going to be the backup behind this kid that you've been working with. And we want you to go ahead and take a smaller role. Uh, You can go and further help him. And, but we know that you've been the starter, but now you're going to be a backup, especially after this guy was the source of conflict between the manager and the GM, the manager and the front office, the manager and the, media manager and the friend and not the friends, but the fans. So I just think that, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking this, but I think that Martin Maldonado is going to try to go out there and get a starting gig first. He probably feels comfortable here. This is his home, but I think that he wants a starting gig first and then he'll, he probably feels like he still has starting material in him another team probably might as well so but brown did say he's willing to bring him back 
as a backup. So we, he's basically drawing the line in the sand. I don't care what manager is coming in. Yiner Diaz is going to be the starting catcher next year. Boom. So that's basically what uh, you heard here. So we'll see what happens. And he said, all the guys that we have there that are either free agents or their contracts expired, we're going to talk and we're going to be in communication with their free agents and some of the players, Brown said. So uh, we'll see what that means. So I think that you heard him say that they're going to work on a bullpen. They're going to try to improve the bullpen because bullpen is was something that has been the Astros' strength for, what, two years now, maybe three years. But in the playoffs, if it wasn't for the Astros, yes, there were some games that wasn't their strength. But um, Neris, I hope he comes back. I know uh, his, the ALCS wasn't great, but what we saw throughout the whole regular season, everything else, I want this guy back. Maton, I would love to have this guy back, but what cost? Stanek, mm, I like the guy, but I don't know if, um, I mean, it depends on the cost, I would say that. But there's other options out there. And I saw the names today, uh, some interesting names. I know that um, Brett was going on X and uh, saying that Consumai out, I forgot who it was, but... Um, I forgot who it was, but uh, he was saying that somebody was saying that Aroldis Chapman would be a good candidate for the Astros. He's a left-hander. He throws a hundred miles per hour. Uh, so that might be interesting. Another name I saw today was uh, Josh Hader. That'd be interesting. So there are some candidates out there that you can go out and improve. So if you don't want to get one of these uh, guys like Hector Neris, Go out and get a lefty and not just a uh, lefty to get three outs, somebody to get uh, to be an efficient lefty. So we'll have to see. So, uh, yeah, like Gilbert says, you'll probably have to uh, reload your bullpen every two, three years. Uh, but Brian Abreu and uh, then you have Stanek, no, not Stanek, um, Presley, and you have a good bullpen that, that Sosa guy we got at the end of the year, he looks like he's going to be an impact player for the Houston Astros. So the Astros have the pieces to maintain their good bullpen. So now I just think that they need to find another uh, back end of the bullpen type of guy. And so we'll have to see what happened there. So um, I we got a lot of stuff to talk about in term, over the next month, two months, three months, whatever. But um, a lot of people say, well, are there any non-tender candidates on Houston Astros? No, the only non-tender candidates are Farmer Valdez. They're not. Kyle Tucker. They're not. Mauricio Dubon. They're not. Chaz McCormick. They're not. Jose Arquiti. They're not. Brian Abreu. They're not. Luis Garcia. They're not. So you're not going to see any non-tender candidates this year. So no non-tenders and uh, something else you're not going to see is any of the, uh, what was it called? You're not going to see, sorry, I'm having a brain fart right now, but you're going to not see, I don't think you can see any opt-outs, but that's not what I'm looking for. Um, club options, uh, all the options will have to be taken care of right now, but you're not going to see any of the qualifying offers. I don't know why I couldn't see that. So, I mean, think about that. But in the past, we've done the qualifying offers, but 
uh, you know, you don't really have any free agents that would demand that big 18 points, whatever, $18.9 million qualifying offer. So arbitration, arbitration will be happening at some point, but, uh, we'll talk about arbitration a little bit down the road, but the Rangers just took the lead and the no hitter is officially over. So I can say the Zach Gallon was throwing no hitter for a little bit there. And the Rangers are three innings away from winning the World Series. So once they do that, free agency will officially start the day after. So it's going to be exciting this year, guys. Uh, I'm excited about everything. Uh, in upcoming shows, we're definitely going to be talking about Rule 5 players. Who will the Astros protect? Uh, there are some interesting names. We'll also talk about uh, what players are out there in terms of like potential free agents, uh, what non-tender candidates on other teams could the Astros be interested in. So there's just so many just different things out there that we're going to be talking about all offseason. And guys, please make sure you tune in to Locked on Astros podcasts. We're going to be here whenever Dana Brown says something, whenever Jim Crane says something. Whenever they go ahead and select a manager, if it's Joe Espada or if it's Craig Council or if it's Brad Ausmus, whoever the Astros decide to select as their manager, Locked on Astros will be there for you. And we'll be here all off season. Make us your first listen on Apple. We'll have to talk about this on next show, but Dana Brown seems pretty confident about the starters he has in place, especially with Luis Garcia and Lance McCullers returning at some point next year. So I don't know if he's going to go after a big name starter. So we'll talk more about that in tomorrow's show. But my name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Shows. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Brett will be back tomorrow, and we are the Locked On Astros podcast, your team every day. Ghost Trips.